0: You know, I created this channel about a week ago, as in a week prior to the recording and posting of this very first episode of Heft Talk, hosted by Heavy B, the very same from YouTube, and uh, over that week, I tried to figure out some kind of cool way to start the show, some catchphrase or a little jingle to play or some cute little thing to say that'll get people to go, ooh, I know that show. And I couldn't come up with anything. So we're just going to skip it and we're just going to dive right into the deep end. Welcome to Heft Uh This channel, this podcast, I should say, I've been doing so much YouTube stuff, I'm stuck saying channel. This podcast is really just going to be me talking about whatever strikes my interest, uploading, you know, whenever I have something to say, but it's going to focus mainly around pop culture sporting events, music, video games, technology, uh, mechanics, things that interest me and I think might interest some of you too. Today we are going to start in that movie category and we're going to start with one movie in particular and that movie is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Now as of this recording that is the most recent Godzilla film and it is a AAA blockbuster movie for the summertime of the year 2019. <clears throat> I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And <clears throat> a lot of critics didn't love it. A lot of them said that it was too focused on giant monsters just hitting each other and not focused enough on people. Not focused enough on how what the giant monsters are doing would affect us as humans. And. I saw the movie, I can agree with that that criticism. There's not a whole lot of person on person, woe is me, woe is us in the movie. But where the critics went wrong is they missed the spirit of giant monster movies. They missed the essence of why we like watching sixty five story tall creatures punching and kicking and throwing and shooting fire beams at each other. We don't watch giant monster, giant robot, giant whatever movies because they have deep, uh, gripping narratives with really well thought out characters and a really well paced story and excellent camera work and perfect angles. And that, that's not why we watch giant creature movies. That, that's not it. That's couldn't be further from the truth. <clears throat> Now, you have to excuse me for clearing my throat. I've got allergies, seasonal allergies, and they are affecting me heavily today. Uh, Anyway, we watch giant creature movies because it's like, oh, my God, look at that. Whoa, look at that. Wow. Check that out. You watch it because it's completely ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd and ludicrous, and you love it. Because it goes right up against all of the traditional norms of what a movie should be. And it goes, yeah, well, I'm going to do this. Pacific Rim, Transformers, the earlier Godzilla movies, Eight-Legged Freaks, um, Jurassic Park, uh, Snakes on a Plane, even to a, a degree. They have some enormous snakes on there, although huge snakes are a real thing. And even King Kong. All these giant creatures that are just blown out to just ridiculous proportions. I mean, like eight-legged freaks, your average spider is the size of what? Maybe a penny if you stretch all of its legs out. These spiders were the size of Cadillac Escalades and and semi-trucks. So we watch these giant monster movies because we like seeing crazy, ridiculous things. And I think that Godzilla, King of the Monsters... Or Godzilla 2019, as a lot of people are calling it, was excellent because it was just that. Uh, Unlike in a lot of movies where they take something that may have been previously animated and try to do it live action, uh, like Transformers, for example, that was something that was animated. It started off as a comic book, and it went to a cartoon in several iterations. Over the years, and then they wanted to take it live action. They had done cartoon movies too, but they wanted to take it live action. And when you want to take a cartoon and turn it into live action, the budget skyrockets, right? Because you have to animate certain things. You can get away with a lot with uh, smoke and mirrors and cameras and makeup and and very elaborately designed costumes, but the Marvel movies, there is no no uh, real lasers. Like the one vision shoots from his forehead, James Brolin, or uh, excuse me, Josh Brolin, is not actually eleven and a half feet tall, nine hundred pounds like Thanos. And they don't; they can. We currently cannot make a, a suit that can make you look that way in a convincing way that'll have you moving like a real living creature. So they animate it. They use extremely high level technology and software to turn video games into movies, essentially cartoons into live action movies and blend it as seamlessly as they can. So when we have a lot of these giant monster movies, uh, you see a lot of the same old tricks used to cut down on the budget. And those budget cutting tricks tend to ruin the action for us, the viewer. So they do, uh, Netflix is notorious for this and I hate it every time I see it, but I like Netflix shows. so I deal with it. They turn the lights off. I mean, I literally mean turn the lights out. They make the scene as dark as they can while still making it somewhat able to see what's going on, because when you black everything out, it doesn't have to look just right. You'll see you'll see the shape, the general shape. You'll get the idea. Your brain will fill in the blanks. Everybody's happy. The budget's cut. Moving on. Uh, Godzilla is guilty of that. Uh, I'm going to say a good 75 percent. Of the good monster fights and monster scenes are in dark areas. Now, the movie's been out for I believe a little over a week now. So we're gonna go ahead with a few light spoilers. Mothra is the first monster scene. Mothra is discovered uh for us as the viewer in a cave inside of a mountain. And then even when Mothra breaks out, it's the middle of the night. Uh Godzilla himself, his most key battles. Somehow always seem to happen at night. Uh, The last battle in the movie actually takes place during the daytime, but Ghidorah, I think the creature's name is, a three-headed alien dragon thing, uh, can produce Category 6 hurricanes, and that blacks out the sky so it looks like nighttime. But they they turn the lights off as an effort to save the budget, and it can make the movies kind of hard to watch from time to time. So that's, that's just one trick. There's so many other tricks. I mean, they can downs, they can downsize things by using funny camera angles and actually make 3d, uh, clay models to do things. All of that technical nonsense aside, I thought the movie was excellent. The critics did not, you didn't, nobody who went to see Godzilla went to see Godzilla because they'd heard it had a very good narrative, uh, because they heard it had really fleshed out really well-developed characters and and a strong lead and, and gripping action and and truly enthralling scenes and, uh, wordplay that plucks at your heartstrings and witty banter. Nobody went to see Godzilla for any of that. You went to see Godzilla because he's an enormous lizard biped thing that shoots radioactive fire out of his mouth. And he makes the coolest noise when he screams and he beats up other giant, crazy animal creature things. That's why you went to see Godzilla. And it did that very well. Now, that I think is the most key point that the critics miss. And I don't always, li- I usually actually don't listen to film critics because some of my all time favorite movies have been critical failures. And it's not because critics don't know how to watch movies, but. Critics are looking for different things in movies than us viewers are. We just want the movie to entertain us. We, we're not questioning whether or not they use the Dutch angle correctly or if they over- or underused shaky cam. We're not looking for page-by-page uh, page reading to make sure the plot doesn't have any holes in it and, and all of the action flows seamlessly. If something blows up, somebody gets cursed out, somebody gets shot, The the lawyer uh, slams the book shut and says, "Your Honor, whatever, we're satisfied because we're just here to have a good time. We're here to escape reality, here to step away from our lives and and step into the crazy and just have a good time. Turn our brains off and just relax. Get some popcorn. get Get a cold drink." Uh, Now a lot of movie theaters, you can get an actual drink, you can get a a nice cold beer and a burger and enjoy a movie and a nice recliner seat. Some of them even have massagers in them and we just watched a movie. I loved Godzilla. I know I've said that several times now, but I loved it. I'm going to see it again. I loved it so much because I love giant monster movies. Uh, I'm praying they make another Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim is freaking epic. Yes, it's kind of cartoonish looking. Yes, the characters are pretty much just generic character cutouts and the story flows about as cleanly as a dirty water hose. Yeah, I get it. But it's still great. So I don't want to drag on too long here, but if you go see Godzilla and you go to see Godzilla because you just like watching cool stuff, you will not be disappointed. Uh, I think the story does okay with uh, explaining why what's happening is happening but uh it has the same critical failure as most giant monster movies um excluding pacific rim because pacific rim actually tried to explain this and i'll get to that in a second but you have the giant monsters and in this this godzilla movie the the refresh of the franchise i guess you could say they're saying that these creatures have been around since before humanity making them ancient creatures why is it that only up until now have they been dormant? Right, they've been dormant for millions of years. Let's say they come out, and even all of these, all of these creatures are not even dormant. You'll see some of them actually are fully awake and and just doing what they do. Why isn't nobody has seen them in hundreds of thousands of millions of years? No one's seen them. There's no there's no modern written record of anyone ever encountering one of these mountain sized creatures. <laughs> And the other thing that really, really gets me, why is it every time one of these creatures wakes up, they have to go on a rampage? Yes, I know they're giant monsters. Yes, I know that's the point. But like I used to have a bull mastiff, huge, huge dog, not the biggest of the massive mastiff family, but certainly a good 30 to 40 percent bigger than any dog that most people would have. Giant dog. He would be asleep. He would get up. He wouldn't get up and immediately go for his toys and start destroying them. He wouldn't get up and start growling and barking and freaking out and tearing the paint off the walls. Yeah, that's a stretch of an analogy, but like Godzilla, I believe, is the only creature that can show up and see people and not just flip. And they Godzilla's painted up to be. Uh, of higher intelligence than a lot of the other creatures. The other creatures seem to just be acting on instinct while Godzilla possesses the ability to think or at least to reason out that we aren't much of a threat to him. Ghidorah, the three-headed lightning hurricane alien dragon thing, I believe that's its name, Ghidorah, attacks on sight. Everything on sight throughout the entire movie. There's nothing spared from Ghidorah's wrath. If it sees it, it goes after it full force. And it's even to a point where it will attack individual people. And I think that's a bit odd for a monster that's 700 feet tall, 50 million tons or whatever. It's going to go after one individual person in in an entire city. Can it even see one person? I'm getting a bit pessimistic, but that's, that's something that always sticks out for me in giant monster movies. Why? But that would be the question that the critics are asking. Why? Why are these monsters doing what they're doing? Now, Pacific Rim tried to explain this by having the monsters, the giant monsters in Pacific Rim, the giant creatures, the Kaiju, uh, they are created by an alien race who seek to use the, the creatures to wipe us out. So they can come to our planet and take our resources. So they're mind controlled. They're essentially bioorganic machines. Uh, they're under control of an alien race that literally control them like a Street Fighter character to try and kill as many of us as possible, wipe us out. Eight legged freaks didn't do that. They were just giant spiders. But eight legged freaks was a total have a beer enjoy it movie. I've gotten a little off base. I've gone a little further past the point than I wanted to, but the point is go see Godzilla. If you want to see something that'll make you go, whoa. (laughs) Okay. Uh, if you want to see some good monster on monster fighting and you're tired of watching Pacific Rim again and transformers just doesn't do it for you because Michael Bay likes to blow up everything for no reason. Then go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. It's out now. You'll enjoy it. It's worth the $10, $12, whatever your movie tickets cost. And uh, as long as you turn your brain off, you don't ask too many questions. You're not looking for the plot to really suck you in and have you sitting on the edge of your seat. What are they going to say next? You'll be fine. Uh, as of now, I don't have a set schedule for when I'll be uploading these podcasts. So. Uh, I guess you can subscribe. I believe that's a thing here on anchor. Like I said, this is my first podcast, so I'm still learning the ropes. Still going to try to work out some kinks and, you know, tighten it up a little bit, but, uh, subscribe or bookmark or what have you for anchor and, you know, just keep an eye out. Come back and see me next time I put something up. I think next time we might do a video game topic. I like video games. You like video games. Everybody likes video games.